1: Hello everyone, it's Henry Fonda
2: from Podcast Universe, your favorite podcast application, where we're always here to stroke your ego. I wanted to take a few minutes before this commercial break to say a very happy 72nd birthday to my very dear friend, Mrs. Jeff Hoadley. Of course, husband of Chrissy Hoadley.
1: Now, if you would, everyone, sing along.
2: Okay, here we go. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, I hope you like
1: 90 day Beyonce, it's my gift to you, fuck you,
2: very good everyone, now with a little bit more heart, happy
1: birthday to you, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. If you ever
2: think about a
1: threesome, just give me a call. I do.
2: Very good. Very nice, everyone. With heart. I love it. Thank you. Now, this commercial break. Coming up on this episode of The Commercial Break. There's this weird push and pull that went on between us. And I was in this relationship at the time that was rather tumultuous. So I was trying to, like, you know, get it out and work it Walk out. And just get, it. Yeah, talk through it. And I felt like he wanted to date her. He was like, well, if you're not going to take her, I'll take her.
3: I do this for an hour and a half once a week. You don't have time to fit it in.
2: What are you talking about?
3: Well, you know, I just got back from traveling. And
0: yeah, but what and do you got back. to do? It's the pandemic. I, I know. What well, are
2: you doing? I'll tell you okay. what I've got to do. All right. and it's I want to hear
3: my Brian fault, Brian Green. It is totally your fault. What did I do? It's the show 90 days. Oh no! <laughs> it has sucked me in, and like an addict, I thought that I could quit after that season that you had me watch with Colty.
2: Colty. <laughs> Colty. There is a polite way to honk when something's yeah. going on, right? Yeah. A little love yep. tap. Yep. <laughs> You know, little, you know, hey buddy, yeah. light just and then there's green. the super. And then there's that eh, eh, right? <laughs> Which means get your fucking ass moving. And then there's like, eh. <laughs> meanwhile, you know, I'm like, you know, handcuffed <laughs> to the wall in my room <laughs> with nothing but a transistor radio, you know, do Morse code to my friends. <laughs>
1: beep, 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 beep. <laughs> The next episode of the commercial break starts now.
2: I feel (laughs) like—is that a Cardi B thing? It is. It is. I like it. I like her. Is that like what is that? A a dwarp or a chirp? What do they call it? (laughs) What it's called?
3: Dwarp. I can do it. I like it.
2: Yeah, you can. (laughs) Can you smack that ass? Cardi B. I don't know. Something sexy about Cardi B for oh, yeah. me. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is because I'm not usually into that that uh, stripper type, right? Yeah. Like the typical stripper type. And she just, uh, I don't know, but there's something about Cardi B. She, there's something think,
3: lovable about her. Something
2: lovable. Something huggable.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Yeah. Huh. I wonder what's going on there in my mind. I wonder where I'm making that connection. As my therapist would say, where are you making that connection? <laughs> probably in my penis (laughs) but I'll check and I'll get back I'll get back to you I'll check on my private time therapist it's a she my therapist is a she yeah yeah because I refuse to have a man as a therapist and I mean you know something about it like two two dudes I feel like I have some friends that we've got some good soft energy together like some brother energy where I can you know let out and have a real nice you know talk or cry or whatever I'm not ashamed. Chrissy, yeah. it's 2020. I'm in touch with myself. That's right. You're, I've been touching myself. You're a modern
3: man. I am a
2: modern you? man. Look mm-hmm. at me. I'm hip. I'm to the nines. <laughs> I'm i I'm into things. I'm into stuff. I'm into emotions. <laughs>
3: stuff and things. Yeah.
2: I'm in stuff and things. I'm in touch with my anger side and my angry side <laughs> and my soft and my benevolent side. But I feel like having a, a male therapist, which I've had only once in my life. And uh, I felt like there was just like a little push and pull between him and I that didn't feel comfortable. Mm, I, he felt yeah. angry to me. Like he was angry at what I was telling him. <laughs> like I would be telling him about whatever, you know, girl I was dating. And he'd be like, it doesn't sound like you're treating her correctly. And I'd be like, what? what? Are you taking her side? She's not even here. Like, I mean, you know.
3: <laughs> you didn't like what he was.
2: No, out. I felt like he wanted to date her. Do you know what Why I'm saying? Out? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just this weird, it's this weird push and pull that went on between us. And I was in this relationship at the time that was rather tumultuous. So I was trying to like, you know, get it out and work it Walk out and just yeah, talk through it. And I felt like he wanted to date her. He was like, well, if you're not <laughs> going to take her, I'll take her. Right? you're not going to treat her yeah. right, I will. That's right. He kept, he kept telling me <laughs> that, you know, yeah, I'm in the wrong, but hey, if you got her phone number, <laughs> do you want to bring her in for a session? Right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <why> not? <laughs> Sound, sounds good, Mr. Therapist. So then I found that the female therapists, I don't know, they're, they're, they're more grounded for some reason, Chrissy. That's just how I feel about it.
3: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You've got to find the right fit.
2: You do. Have you been to therapy? You done that? Yeah, I
3: have. It's good,
2: it's good for the soul. Yeah, it yeah. really is.
3: But again, you have to find the right fit. You do have to um, find
2: the right fit. It's like a yeah. good pair of underwear.
3: You do. Or gloves. <laughs> you gotta try a couple pairs it's on. That's right. <laughs> it's
2: is like a good pair of like underwear. Or, or gloves. <laughs> or mistress. You gotta, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you gotta find the right fit. Right. So welcome to the commercial break. For those of you who aren't aware, I'm Brian. This is Chrissy. This is episode We Don't Give a Shit. Because it's the pandemic, I stopped counting because it's just like I mean we're well at what are we at number one hundred and twenty or something I, like that. Yeah,
3: I think we're at number twenty eight. Twenty eight, which does seem feels like purgatory. because we do one a week, right? So we do twenty eight
2: weeks. Whoa, I feel like we do six a week. I, know. I feel like doesn't it? it feel,
3: I know I was getting ready for it tonight, and I was like, "Gosh, I don't know if I have time to like fit it in," and then I'm like. I do this for an hour and a half once a
2: week. <laughs> you don't have time to fit it in. What are you talking about?
3: Well, you know, I just got back from traveling. and
2: Yeah, but what do you got to do? Back. It's the pandemic. I, I know. What well, are you doing? I'll tell
3: you okay. what I've got to All do, right. and it's your fault. This. It's my Brian fault. Brian Green, it is totally your fault. What did I do? It's the show 90 Day. Oh, go <laughs> It has sucked me in, and like an addict, I thought that I could quit after that season that you had me watch with Colty. <laughs> <laughs> Colty. Colty. And Colty then, like my boobies. Like an act. I mean, like an addict. I was like, I'm just going to look at the other season that's on there and see what's going on.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't realize I was going to put future roadblocks in front of the commercial break by, you know, turning you onto a fucking television God, show on Lifetime me. or whatever channel it is. TLC. Oh, TLC, sorry.
3: God, it's so
2: The Learning Channel. I
3: mean, I can't I can't look away from it.
2: So. It's hard Anyways. and I yeah, I'm I'm to blame. This this uh, you're not the first person who's told me this either. My little brother Patrick is also <laughs> him and his uh girlfriend, they're
3: they, they hate me
2: yeah they watch it and there's 12 there's like you know three hundred thousand different seasons of oh. this show now the manifest it's like an hour
3: and a half long no,
2: two hours well you know I mean, yeah you're watching them commercial free but yeah. yeah when there's commercials it's two hours long and uh i don't know i was hooked from the moment I, I think because it, it hits home a little bit because right. astrid is from a different country and we got married yes. not like this we didn't have this 90 day fiance thing it didn't it yeah. didn't happen like that Quite differently, actually. Um, But there's something about that that, that in the first season that was authentic. And I felt (laughs) like I connected with it. Now it's just like trashy reality.
3: (laughs) It's so crazy because you just see what has happened. You know, there's been a gross misleading of (laughs) people to other people until they're together. Until they're
2: together. That's right. Yeah, then they can't get a part
3: clothes and diamonds and things. And then the girl gets here and it's Poof, the guy's yeah. got a dice hanging from his beat up <laughs> <laughs> Chevrolet Cavalier ah! from 1988. It's
2: so true. <laughs> I mean, the things that these, the thing is, is that it happens on both sides of the coin, right? It does. It does. There is a, there is a season where a, a gentleman has been dating a girl, a Russian girl. I don't know if you've seen this one. He's, he's probably in, I don't know. He looks like he's in his late 90s, but he's, the guy's probably in his late 50s. And he's wearing like a, uh, like a, not a trench coat, but what do they call those things? A, a runner or like the big things, like, uh, the like clo- a track suit? No, not a tracksuit, but like a trench coat, <laughs> but it goes down to the ground. It's like, you know, you're in an old Western movie or something. He wears a. a yeah, a duster. <laughs> a duster. He wears a patent leather duster everywhere he goes. It's clear oh, that wow. he's been watching one too many episodes of Star Trek. He's got like three cats at home, no friends. His life, you know, but he's yeah. made some money somewhere. And he is following the. He has been dating this Russian woman for seven fucking years through a what? website where every time that he press sends on a text message, he has to pay per word, per what? word. And she refuses to give him the information, her, her, her telephone information, because she feels more comfortable doing it through the website, right? right. It's
3: comfortable making money.
2: Clearly, like it's clearly a scam. And yeah. he says he thinks he spent, I think the, word, the number was like $700,000 communicating with this girl. He's been to Russia nine times. She has never once shown up. Never once has she shown up when she said she was going to. And so now when the show picks up with him, he's on his tenth journey over there to go see her. And he's still communicating through this a uh, damn app where it's clear she's just <laughs> sucking him dry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he makes oh, up yeah. all kinds of excuses as to why this is his girl and you know, and then you right, see the pictures they have
3: a connection. of her.
2: Yeah, then you see the pictures of her and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Please. I mean, what would this woman ever be doing with this man except taking his money? That's it, right? Yeah. I mean, there are some small realities in this lifetime that we're living, in these bodies that we're living. And that in one of them is, is that you are going to be a consolation prize when you're 57 years old with a poorly done hair club for men treatment and a <laughs> duster that you've been wearing <laughs> since you were 12. I mean, it's like, it's just fucked up. Yeah, I won't tell you how it ends because I don't know if you're on that season. No, but here's, no. but yeah, I won't tell you how it ends. But don't blame me. The, your responsibility to the podcast comes first before the <laughs> television show, Ninety Day Fiance. I, I thought know, you were going to say I was like, trying to,
3: fit, I was trying to fit in recording the podcast. In between <laughs> Jeff and I are watching. having marital
2: problems. I need to go on a date no. night, or, or you know. I don't know. I've got my yearly gynecology appointment, but no, <laughs> she says, I don't know if I can fit it in. I got another episode of 90 day fiance to watch. It's calling me. Well, listen, <laughs> I won't keep you too long then. <laughs> well, thanks everybody. Thanks for the show. <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs>
1: we'll talk to everybody
2: next week. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Chrissy's got to go watch 90 day fiance. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. How Your priorities have shifted and here I thought we were ride or dies and we we were just we were, we're just agreeing me. on our love for Cardi B and then you <laughs> dropped a bomb on me that I'm being left for an episode of 90 day fiance <laughs> I've dated women like you It's
3: addicted you I've, forced me to watch it I didn't um,
2: force you to watch it well, I told you it'd be a good you show you to watch. watch
3: it so we can talk about it and now I've watched it and watched it and watched it. The, now in these seasons,
2: the the singularly most uh, entertainment entertaining human being that's ever been on that show, Big Ed. I don't know if you have you seen Big Ed. No,
3: I haven't seen. Big Who's Ed not yet. big,
2: but he definitely is Ed. Uh, he. I, I don't even want to get into all of it, but um, I I wish I could get that guy on the show because he's just a ball of. He's just a he's just shits and giggles. I don't even know how to explain him. <laughs> You'll get there. But anyway, so uh, uh, welcome to the commercial break. Now that You're we're 17 welcome. minutes in. Welcome to the commercial break. <laughs> Tcbpodcast.com is where you go. You can read all the show notes, find out more about Chrissy and I listen to any of the episodes. We also have all of our YouTube episodes are now up on the website. And there's links to the YouTube channel and all that stuff. Make sure you go and join the break room. What is the break room? The, well, the break room is basically this. Christy and I do an after show. After every show, we record an additional bit of content on YouTube, on the YouTube platform. But it's only available for those who join the break room. The break room is free. There's absolutely no charge because we do not have those kind of balls. We're not going to charge <laughs> we're anybody. We're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, we're not there yet. <laughs> Will we ever be there is the, is the is the question in Christy's mind when she's getting ready for the show. She's like, well, I mean, it's not like I'm paying anybody's paying me. I might go get another episode of Ninety Day Fiance unreal real quick.
3: No, I enjoy doing this, Brian. I really, I really do too. No, you we yeah, get to yeah, laugh yeah. and talk.
2: It's just, it's. I feel like, I feel like it's just us having a conversation, like we would if we were just hanging out at the bar or something like that. It
3: totally is. We've had these conversations about so many different things.
2: I know, but I'm not curious. ninety Day. I didn't realize Ninety Day Fiance was going to derail our friendship like this, or I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm going to stage a 90 day intervention on you. <laughs> we're going to take that. that, that television. They
3: need to have that as a show. Is they Jeff really into do it. Him. Does Jeff no, watch it? No, no. And he's uh-huh. disgusted whenever he sees me watching.
2: It. He really doesn't like it that bad. He's he, he's not that guy. huh? Well, I just was can't disgusted see
3: that you were watching it before I started. watching. That's right.
2: It. I feel and, like um, Jeff just needs to watch an episode and he'll God. feel a little bit better about it. <laughs> I don't. Know. He doesn't have two children or a job or anything, does right. he over there? What's going no. on? I feel yeah. like I feel like anybody with a good uh, anybody who goes into it with the mentality it is what it is like just real you know just entertaining yeah. reality trash will have fun with it. But if you're expecting you know some documentary series on the <laughs> immigration uh, you know ins and outs of the United States, forget about it. The reality, I, you know, what I can't believe I'll be real honest with you is I can't believe is during this administration they haven't shut down the this 90 day visa that goes on after the television show clearly the
3: same thing don't you think yeah, so like after the, the same thing the
2: television show makes it clear what a what a clusterfuck this yeah. 90 day program can be i mean listen some of these people do work out you know but i think they, they do it's hard to tell if they work out because there's a television show involved because a lot of these people go on to seasons two and three and four and eight and 12. I mean, there's some one lady who's been on there since the very beginning and she's got, now she's got her own television show. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's man. It's, and I think this is one of the most popular television shows that's out there, period. in the sentence it's 90 day fiance, which probably says a lot about our state of our, <laughs> our country culture. right now. So maybe I don't feel so bad. Maybe there's lots of people going, I don't know if yeah, I have time exactly. to go to work today. I've got to watch I another, <laughs> I got to catch up on 90 day fiance. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: So go join the break room and then you can get the after show and you can hear more of this more of this intriguing intriguing conversation. That's right at the commercial break on Instagram uh, and Facebook. And if you join the Instagram and the Facebook, we are giving away some swag like this. If you're on YouTube right now, you can see this beautiful Yeti mug that I have. It's got the TCB logo, and then we got some masks and some pop sockets and and a bunch of different other stuff so uh, go join us on the socials so uh i went and voted good for i you. got it done with i got mm-hmm. it over with i'm going tomorrow yeah are you gonna go down to the phillips arena
3: i think so yeah that's where i think everyone... so we've They're... got a place that's right down the street from us that's you know closer but jeff was saying he's seeing all kinds of good stuff on you know on social about how great the poll workers are and how they make it fun and whatever. So we're going to go check that place out.
2: Not only has Phillips arena made a name for itself in the voting arena here in Georgia. So early voting started in Georgia this Monday, which mm-hmm. was Columbus day. And it was national news that in Georgia, some people were waiting eight to 10 hours here in Georgia uh, to vote. And they were waiting eight to 10 hours to vote. Oh, yeah. Like they waited. I have a friend who's one of those in a city here north of Atlanta Um, She waited eight and a half hours. She got there at six in the morning and she didn't vote until four in the afternoon, or three in the afternoon, something like that. So she waited eight and a half hours to vote. And she said that everyone in line around her was happy to do it. And they were sharing snacks and they were, you know, batteries were dying and people were, you know, Long watching
3: 90 day fiance on their phone
2: watching 90 day fiance <laughs> i was watching british comedies on netflix as i waited i waited three hours i went on tuesday i waited three hours at the local library which is a small voting location and there was probably a couple hundred people that were waiting in line it's hard to tell since everyone was kind of distance you know yeah well most people were distance and then there were some people who just didn't care about the distance and i would i was proud i'd say most people were wearing masks most people it was a requirement mm-hmm. that you wear a mask once you got in the building but outside mm-hmm. most people wearing masks but of course there was a few who weren't and you know i, yep. I noticed to the, the the people around those people were taking a few extra steps front <laughs> right. or backwards that's right they were letting pl- plenty of distance between yes. um, those people uh but you know i've never felt more proud to press the stylus pen because you don't pull the vote machine anymore but the mm-hmm. stylus pen uh for my candidate of choice because i think this is Clearly, like they say this every year, that it's a defining election, right? This is the most important election of our lifetime, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But I would argue that this is clearly probably one of them, or if yes. not the one, right? Yes. So I was proud of this. Uh, and, you know, I was glad to see that there was not a lot of shenanigans going on at my uh, polling place. There was a poll watcher, a Republican poll watcher, because that's what it said on, on his, the like, you know, sign. It's, yeah, it's like GOP, you know, uh, <laughs> official poll watcher. And he was actually sitting in the room, which I found... I didn't know you could sit in the room, but I guess you can, if you just like, I guess there's some process you go through and he's watching the polls, but he was sitting there and keeping an eye on things and we'll go, okay, whatever, you know, what
3: exactly are they watching for?
2: I guess people that are trying to vote twice. Like, I mean, I tried to, I went in, you know, I went in the exit and then I came right back around, but they told me, it's like, I don't know what the fuck you're watching (laughs) for. Yeah. What are you watching for? People peeking in, like peeking over to the next guy. Excuse me. Who are you voting for?
3: (laughs) Yeah, Do you know I've the never an- had a problem yeah. the many years that I've been voting now. Do you know the with answer to number three? With
2: me. <laughs> like, <laughs> what what am I, cheating? I mean, what, I, I'm <laughs> right. voting, I know what I'm doing. So yeah. I'm not really sure what they're watching for. Irregularities, I don't know. I yeah. I, I just don't kind get of. it. Uh, the poll workers seem... Perfectly capable, very professional. Everyone yeah, was buttoned they, up. Yeah, they
3: always got the workers. There. Yeah, and the, so, you know, there
2: right. were people that were walking through the through the line, making sure you had what you need. You know, do you have your license? If mm-hmm. you don't have this, do you have that? You know, we can get you this if you don't have that. I got there, and I don't know, maybe it was like noon. I got there at noon, and about 15 minutes in, there was probably six or seven people that were already behind me. Right, and we weren't going anywhere real quick because once you get in, there's only two people that are checking you in and only seven voting boxes. Mm-hmm. And it takes about 15 minutes from being finished to start when you get in the room to the end, because yep. there's a couple things you got to think through. We also have some questions about this and that's and the other things locally. I, uh, I get into line. I'm 15 minutes in and imagine that it's like a, it's a library with a rectangular shaped parking lot, like a regular parking lot, you know, a couple hundred spaces in the parking lot. main street side street you turn into the side street then you turn into the parking lot well there are plenty of people now who have parked on this side street because the parking lot is full and uh but people are pulling into the parking lot nonetheless like it's christmas fucking day and you know it's like it's like black friday and you're creepily following the person that's coming (laughs) you know waiting for the person to come out and you're gonna follow them to their parking space i hate that shit by the way i I fucking hate that shit it's creepy. I don't do it. Yeah. No one ever. I mean, you shouldn't. I, I don't know. It's just, it's just to me. I you hate just it. Walk. Yeah, just, just walk. Yeah, just walk. Just walk or, you know, you'll get lucky at some point. Or yeah. if you see someone pulling out, that's a different story. But following right. them through the parking lot. Hey man.
1: You uh, leaving? Li-
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just going to the car to. <laughs> I'm going to change my shorts. I'll be right back. <laughs> that's a fuck, dude. Am I leaving? I don't want to tell you that information. So I, uh, Anyway. So people are doing this, they're coming through the parking lot and they're seeing if they've got a space and then they're going and parking on the side street. So at one point, 15 minutes in, uh, I noticed that there's a little backup going on in the, in the where people are turning in. There's one lady up front who is waiting for another couple who have just walked to their car and they're getting in their car. And uh-huh. then there's a lady behind her mm-hmm. in her Ford litter box or whatever the fuck she's driving some piece of shit you know trashy car that's full <laughs> of newspapers and dead kittens i don't even know what's in there right but she's behind her well this lady i mean it's we're not i can tell what's going on here and we have no one's been waiting more than 30 seconds for this to go down but all of a sudden you hear
1: oh
2: lord right yeah <laughs> And I'm like, wow! This is me and the people that are standing next, to we're all kind of looking at each other, like, wow, someone's someone's having a bad day, right? Yeah. Another thirty seconds goes by. <laughs>
1: god damn
2: it! You doing fucking shit! And I'm like, oh my god! The lady's got her window down. Her mask is around her neck right now. Oh, I mean, yeah. She's not the
3: chin guard. Yeah, the
2: chin guard. Right? <laughs> she's not out of the car yet, so okay, I'll give her a break. But she is just like she's pissed that this lady is held up. Her vehicle for any reason whatsoever. Huh. Now, the people who were getting in their car have stopped getting in their car because, you know, and everyone in line is now like, do we duck and cover now or should we wait for somebody to pull out a gun or what's going go on? Like, right. I mean, it's 2020. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Know. So these people are like standing outside the car, like watching this lady honk. And I'm like, just get in the car, just get in the car, just go quick. Like, you know, we don't want this shit to go down. The people get in the car and they're literally trying to pull out and. Oh. Now it's the thirty second flat horn. Listen, there is a polite way to honk when yeah. something's going on, right? Yeah. A little love tap, yep. you know. Little, you know.
3: Hey,
1: buddy, yeah. the light just turned green. And then there's green. the super and then there's angry. the
2: eh, eh, right, <laughs> which means get your fucking ass moving. And then there's like eh, for thirty straight seconds, which means that that's you, the worst. If you could, you would bite somebody's head off, right? You would punch them through the front windshield of their car if you could. And that's the worst. It clearly signals that you're an unhinged fucking moron, that you can't hold your shit together for a minute and a half while someone pulls out of a parking space. But this lady, and she is just screaming,
1: God damn it, you're holding everybody else up. What the fuck is going on?
2: And I'm like, oh, my God. Jeez. People pull out, lady pulls in, and now this lady screeches around the corner and then comes close to us, right? Like, I mean, literally, it's like 36 miles per hour. around. It's a parking lot. Settle down, right? And as she's driving by, she's like,
1: can you believe this bullshit?
2: And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my
3: God. People are angry.
2: So right now right? we're all concerned in line where everyone's yeah, like, exactly. you know, that's like, this the lady. Is the spot yeah. where
3: something's going to happen.
2: That's the lady who has a Molotov cocktail somewhere in her car. Yes. Well, she drives away. There's no spots available and she drives away. So now we're <laughs> figuring maybe she was just coming by to see what time she should vote. <laughs> she's a poll watcher. <laughs> she's a poll watcher. But wait, uh, but wait, maybe so. Three minutes later, walking, cresting the hill of the parking lot, right, cresting cresting the hill of the parking lot with pine straw, old cat litter, cat fur in her hair. You know, they're like a shower is a foreign concept, this lady shaped like a Lego box, probably in her mid 60s. Right. Just the type of lady that, you know. If you had her for a neighbor, that you, the police would be called on you uh, multiple times a year, right? It's just right. for no reason whatsoever. Just the unhing- or TLC
3: is doing a show on her about hoarding.
2: Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the car was full of shit. I'm yeah. telling you, you could tell when she drove by; it was just full of shit. But okay, whatever. The way you live your life, live your life. Whatever. Yes. And she walks up, right? And now she's still got the fucking mask around her chin, chin guard. She's she's.
3: I hate the chin going. She is
2: protecting her chin hair from (laughs) coronavirus. She walks up, right? And this is the type of person she is. She has to instantaneously get everybody to agree with her that this was the Uh. foolishness that was going on in the parking lot. She is dressed in a black sweater with a black shirt, T-shirt under it, with black pants, with black sketcher shoes like she was going to work at McDonald's. It was unbelievable. And she had a big sign like a big like made at kinko's badge and it said official poll watcher is what it said but it was white with black lettering like no there was no there was (laughs) there was no seal (laughs) there was no information as to who you're gonna hold no name no nothing it just said official poll watcher as if she had made it herself
3: Uh uh-huh
2: you know, with her, you know, with something she bought on QVC. Like, you know, it, yeah. you now can own your own, you know, badge maker yeah. for twenty nine ninety nine plus twenty nine ninety nine. He's shipping and handling. Be an official poll watcher. <laughs> right? <laughs> have a, you know, <laughs> have a disability pet. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Make anything up. Yeah. She walks in the line. Can you believe this
1: bullshit? These people, there, over there, driving like that idiot.
2: And everyone's just kind of like their head down, you know? Right. Look I the know,
3: old that. look away.
1: <laughs> this is what happened in this country. This is what's happening. No one respects anybody anymore.
2: And I'm like, no one respects anybody anymore. Bitch, you just spent fifteen fucking minutes of your life worrying about someone waiting one and a half minutes to park. It's yeah. just unbelievable.
1: That's it. This is unbelievable. <laughs>
2: unbelievable. And I'm like, oh my God. She's also got the earpiece in, like the the earpiece that the truckers use. You know what I'm talking about? The big, uh, like oh. the headset with the earpiece with its right. Bluetooth connectivity. You know, yes. from 1997. Yes. Right. She's also got that on.
3: <laughs> she's staying in touch. So I, I
2: think as soon as she, re- I swear to God, she had like hay in her hair and shit. <laughs> so weird. So I think now that the lady realizes that no one's gonna communicate with her, no one's engaging in her bullshit. Yeah. Right. Now all of a sudden she's on a phone call. Yeah,
1: I'm here in 15 minutes and no parking spaces no one's here to greet you just like you you don't even know anything there's nothing a bunch of people here all wearing their masks fucking cheapo
2: and I'm like oh my god (laughs) she's not on a phone call she's just letting everybody know how she feels you ever ever made an imaginary phone call to let others around you know how you feel (laughs) (laughs) guilty you know every once in a while I just make an imaginary phone call because I don't want to communicate with you directly, but I want you to hear what I'm saying, you know, really loudly from the other room. Usually when I'm dating somebody. Oh, no, I can't go out tonight. Uh, thanks for calling. Yeah, I'm dating this chick right now. But listen, when we break up, you know, so I'm so I'm like, oh, my God, this lady is so fucking obnoxious. Already it's like obnoxiousness. I noticed at about, about halfway through her fake phone call. She's like walking in circles. Right. Oh, and she had a stack of papers, by the way, just like a stack of oh. like random papers, like a file. <laughs> you know file folders with shit falling out of it I like coupons from last week or something i noticed about halfway where she's walking in circles she has the black shirt and the sweater are tucked into her underwear and her underwear is white men's hanes underwear
3: oh, <laughs> oh, lady. oh lady. that is a sweet look <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> 12 back on sale now at walmart for <laughs> for dollars ninety nine cents. Whoa. I am like, oh my God, this lady is like, she's right out of a movie. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's, it's out of a movie.
2: So now there's a poll worker that's that's going around, right? The poll worker is going around. She's asking if, if, here in Georgia, you can ask for an absentee ballot. If you didn't get that yeah. absentee ballot... Or you don't want to use it. You want to go to the poll instead. You have to sign an affidavit that basically says, I asked for one, but I'm not going to turn it in. I'll destroy it. Don't count that one. You know, I'm good. Mm -hmm. So the lady has been around just kind of walking up and down the line, just asking and explaining. So some of the people that had come behind me, this was a situation for them. I had asked for an absentee ballot. I didn't get it or I don't think I got it. And so Mm -hmm. I'm here and I just like to, you know, okay, you got to sign an affidavit. And the lady goes,
1: excuse me. What is this about affidavits?
2: And she's like, oh, well, if you got an absentee ballot, then...
1: No, no, that's not the law. The law is if you got an absentee ballot, you must have an absentee ballot. This is is why... This is why there's so much fraud. There's so much election fraud. This is not right. And I I know my rights.
2: And I'm like, oh my God, you know your rights? Lady, you know your rights and everybody else's rights. You know election law. It's, you're an official election worker. Right. So she the, had her paperwork. The lady behind me was like, <laughs> the law book. Yeah, the lady behind me turned around and was like, okay, excuse me, ma'am. I'm talking to the poll worker. I don't need your information. Yeah. And she's like,
1: I'm telling you right now, this is election fraud. This is what's happening. This is election fraud all around the country. This is happening. You voted. You Now you can go and vote with your absentee ballot.
2: Now the people behind me are getting into an argument with the lady with the Hanes Uh, underwear you know (laughs) men Hanes underwear size 306 are like tucked into her underwear are now getting into an argument the official poll worker who actually has a fucking badge and the official poll worker who has no fucking badge right are now getting into an argument with a lady who clearly just needs some help about this whole thing and this gets like it gets heated but in a way where the lady's getting heated but the other lady is like I'm just going to do my thing ma'am and you can believe whatever you want to believe and when you know you do what you do and I'm going to do what I'm going to do right you do and so this lady eventually storms off saying she's going to call the federal election commission. She storms off back to her car. Like,
1: I'm not waiting in line. I, I already know that this is, you know, there's already fraud going no, fraud. on. I'm calling the election, the, the, the national election fraud committee,
2: whatever she, and I'm, and people are like clapping. They're like, yeah, you know, yay, go away. So this is like, people are fucking, they're unhinged. I mean, people yeah. are just unhinged. Yeah. Yes. I I voted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it alone I, I voted I'll update I you voted. my
3: story from, from voting I like, hope
2: it's nothing like my story Yeah.
3: I hope so. Yeah. This,
2: but I mean you know listen also this lady could have just been very mentally ill and just thought right. that you know she, she was in charge of elections I guess seen <laughs> fucking Venezuela lady I mean you know
3: <laughs> there was clearly something off
2: clearly something <laughs> off how embarrassing to have your underwear tucked into your
3: oh yeah
2: you ever done that <laughs> ever had your clothing you tucked, tucked into your underwear? <laughs> you <laughs> you ever, ever done that? that? <laughs> hey, Oda, you ever done that? You got pictures on that? Oh,
3: had- <laughs> uh, I did have a similar situation happen where there was a, a dress involved that uh, in a backpack that was involved, and it kind of creeped up, and I didn't notice that it was creeping up. What kind of dress? To like my waist?
2: What kind of dress are you wearing? A
3: little bit like Yeah. Sure. <laughs> there's that there's the toilet paper on the shoe which has happened there's also a time a specific time I could think of and I have a problem with pepper getting into my teeth and I love pepper
2: I you love have a problem pepper. with pepper getting into your teeth I do I've
3: got certain teeth and gums that I don't know are that they're conducive to black pepper getting into my huh. teeth Teeth. interesting <laughs> and so I was out to, to lunch with a client that's an
2: interesting piccadillo <laughs>
3: I was out to lunch with the client and I had a nice chicken Caesar salad put black pepper you know on that salad and it was delicious and I got in the car after I left and looked in the mirror you know just like a little mirror check and boom huge piece of pepper in my tooth I called the guy and I said hey look we're going to be doing business together and I'm going to need you to let me know about these things. And he said, I saw it there and I really wanted to say something. I go, well now, you know, just say it, just tell somebody. I, uh, and we ended up becoming great business partners for a long time.
2: I so would know. Sometimes
3: embarrassing things are bonding. Yeah, I agree with you. too. You know. Early
2: on in a relationship, those little things that you do, like, yes. Hey, you got to, you got a snoogie yes. in your boogie or something yes. like that, you know? <laughs>
0: yes. Or, hey, your,
2: your dick's hanging out of your pants. <laughs> 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 you know, stuff like that.
3: Stuff like that. <laughs> stuff like
2: that. I uh, It got me thinking about, like, super embarrassing story. I mean, there's the, there's we all have those stories, right? Toilet yes. paper on the underwear. Your fly's undone. The older yes. I get, the more I, fi- I find that my fly is undone for whatever reason. <laughs> I've got a best friend, Raphael, and he, had, the, since the day that I have known him, he is infamous. <laughs> For his fly being undone all the time. It's likely that 75% of the time you see Raphael, he does not have his pants zipped. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where sometimes I wonder if it's on purpose. <laughs> it's like, hey, look down here. No, he, he's just like. A
3: little, uh, little tick off the list that yeah, doesn't happen. It's just mm-hmm. a
2: little picadillo. Yeah. But it got me thinking about like you know this lady. Well, I, I think that the least embarrassing thing about this lady's appearance at the voting at the voting place was the underwear. You know, she, she lots of other things to be embarrassed about, but clearly that wasn't that wasn't on her mind. But it got me thinking about like super embarrassing stories, and I, I've got a number of them, right? <laughs> but it, I think one of the more embarrassing stories, you know, when you're a teenager, things are like they're they're 10x right. Oh, Everything's right. 10x when yeah, you're a teenager. Magnified. That's right. Mm-hmm. When I was a teenager, I was dating uh, a girl that I was that I liked very much, uh, but we hadn't been dating long. We'd probably been dating about uh, I don't know, maybe uh, however long we were dating. It was a very it was a short amount of time. Let's put it that way. And I was maybe you love, <laughs>
0: <laughs> teenage <You> love.
2: love. <laughs> Stop it right now! You're asking for the bar. Uh, so it was. What about
3: a, a fly on your head?
2: Oh, no, never had a fly on my... I mean, I've had flies on my head, but not on national television for six and a half minutes. That was crazy. That was crazy. Like, that fly just hung out. Like, flies don't hang out. That's not what they do. They fly from one thing, and we've all had experience with flies. They just buzz around. It's as if someone was above him with, like, one of those fake flies on an invisible, like, a piece of floss, and it was just like...
3: It was pretty funny. After. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're trying to be serious. I know. And know. I got to
2: say, poor Mike Pence. <laughs> I mean, he's just like, he's never going to live that down. Never, ever going to live that down. No. Uh, that, was, that was so embarrassing. So I'm um, 16 or 17. <laughs> poor bastard. So I'm 16 or 17 years old. And it's, uh, it's right after Thanksgiving and me and this girl have been out to get wendy's or something to eat mm -hmm. we're back at my house at my house when i'm a a child it's a three-story house and there's a basement And the middle level is the kitchen and the living room and the dining room and all all that stuff so we walk into the garage door into the kitchen and my uh, family is there. My father, my mother, and my youngest brother Patrick is there. Patrick is pretty young at the time. He's he's nine years younger than I am, so he's he's got to be like ten or eleven, maybe a uh, years old. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe even a little bit younger than that. <clears throat> and they are on their way out to go get a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. So, me and this young lady, we retire down to the basement. In the basement, my brother lived down there, and he had a setup, like a setup in this big room. It was a couch. It was a big bed. It was a television, like a big screen TV at the time, one of those bulky big screen TVs. And that was in one room. Then there were French doors that had no locks on them, so it was just kind of the French doors that just kind of pop open, yeah. right? And then there was a <laughs> set of French doors to the exterior of the house, right? And so the French doors to the exterior of the house is <clears throat> where uh, you, you could go out the side of the house. It's it's where uh, I, as a as another young man, as another story was told <laughs> that I jumped off the patio to save my oh, neighbors from cr- right. crime and, and That's corruption.
3: That's right. <clears throat> you were the neighborhood watch that right. evening.
2: Uh, so we quickly went downstairs and then. I went to the bathroom. When I came back to the bathroom, this young lady had taken off most of her clothing and was sitting on the couch. Oh. And it was like, you know, now I... Dang. I was amorous on a heartbeat. <laughs> I was like, yes, right? Yes. The couch is next to the bed. And so we jumped on the bed. And when we jumped on the bed, now we're both in mostly undressed and she is on top of me. This wasn't... I don't know. There wasn't maybe... 30 minutes that had passed since someone had gone, said said parents had gone to get the Christmas tree. Uh And all of a sudden, the two French doors into the room (laughs) pop pop open. And there's Patrick with one side of the Christmas tree and my parents with the other side of the Christmas tree. Um, And I like, I sat up, right? I sat up and it kind of threw this young lady off me. (laughs) She kind of fell off me. My little brother had some expression like, holy shit. (laughs) My dad was like, Patrick, language. Brian Green, everyone get dressed upstairs now. And I was like, oh, shit. I am fucking busted. (laughs) This girl like went and hid behind the couch. I don't know where she went. She was gone. Oh, that's her
3: embarrassing story. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, this for her. Like, this is mortifying, right? (laughs) Everybody's scrambling, you know. And so... I quickly got dressed and I knew that I had to immediately go face the music, right? It's going to be yeah. worse if I just stay down here. So I'm going to go face the music. So I, I tell this girl, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, just hang out here. I'll smooth it over with my dad. Like, you know, yeah, he's cool. He's really not cool, but he, he'll try and be cool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. So I, I, I go upstairs. And my dad is like, what in the good fuck is going on down there? I told you don't you, you cannot have women down. You cannot close the door when women are over. This is absolutely inappropriate. Yeah, look at your door little brother. Stays open. Yeah, look at your little brother. He's traumatized. Then <laughs> I look at Patrick. Patrick's not traumatized. <laughs> yeah. He's like, sweet, bro. <laughs> good
3: job. Titties.
2: <laughs> right? And so I want you to go downstairs and tell that young lady because she is you are you are no longer having people over tonight. I went downstairs and she was gone she was gone <laughs> and i didn't talk to her for another 4 months holy oh. i didn't talk to her for another 4 months she didn't have like a home like we there were some, not cell phones at the time you know not ones that everybody had but So you had to call someone's house and she didn't have her own line. She had her parents' line. So I had to call her parents' line. Right. And so it's, you know, her mom would pick up almost every time and be like, nope, Nope. she is not here. Right. (laughs) Like, I know whatever story was told when she walked in the door was not what actually (laughs) happened, but clearly it was my fault.
3: (laughs) Right. Clearly. You're bad influence.
2: Never been. I mean, like I was, and, and then here's the thing is that then that story got a little bit bastardized but then told around the school, right? And so yeah. it was a little, you know, so people would be like, hey man, I heard your dad <laughs> heard your dad caught you boinking your girlfriend. <laughs> heard you couldn't get it up, you know, like stuff right. like that, right? It just all became this, you know, meshed story. Mill. For like a month, it was like, I just was so mortified, so embarrassed running around my school trying to avoid people. Like, you know.
3: <laughs> Did you see her at school?
2: No, she didn't go to my school. So uh, okay. that's why we didn't talk for like three months, I was about four to months. Say, yeah. yeah. I mean, we later on in life we connected and we became um friends, right? Uh, but that pretty much ended the I mean, certainly ended the relationship for sure. Right. I think because she was so embarrassed that this had happened that she knew that she was never gonna be able to show her face around my family again, <laughs> right. that she was like, I'm just gonna give up on it because you know, if I we all well, everyone lives at their parents' house. What do I gonna do? I'm never yeah. gonna see his dad again. Yeah. right and you know i have yeah, you know your rear end shining to the entire universe
3: did you guys trim the tree that night
2: oh i was trimming a tree holy
3: <laughs> the freshly bought tree i put tree. the
2: star right on top <laughs> 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 i'm
3: picturing the the tree uh, lighting ceremony after that
2: <laughs> me and this young girl is naked just running around the tree putting garland and <laughs> (laughs) Uh dashes of tinsel (laughs) right
3: (laughs) (laughs) the stuff that you find like six months later
2: oh my god so that was this that you know like that's the the embarrassment there caused by that's a good one listen it was an accident no one could have known that that was going to happen I couldn't have predicted that the tree would be gotten that quickly. Nor did I predict <laughs> that they would brick. come in the basement with the fucking Christmas tree.
3: I pop open the doors.
2: pop open the door. I mean, you know, you could have gone in the front door, Dad. <laughs> Uh, but my bro- my little brother used to run around. I mean, my little brother caused a lot of embarrassment. Patrick especially caused a lot of embarrassment with the girls that I dated when I was a teenager, because they knew that the basement, the basement even it was like kind of subterranean, <laughs> like but there were a few windows at the top, yeah, and then there were the French doors, and then there were a couple windows. And so and at nighttime, there were no coverings on these windows. And so at nighttime, I'm sure I couldn't see out oh, It was all black. You know, you got a light on it's it's black. But we would run around the basement, you know, and have whatever girl we were dating down there, you know, for a few minutes. And <laughs> la- much later on, like five or six years later, Patrick told me that, you know, he, when his him and his friends would have spend the nights, their favorite activity was going down to the, the window, that was, you know. Six feet in the air and spy on what was going on downstairs. Right. I'm like motherfucker, really? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah.
3: Oh yeah, it was a thing.
2: I learned about love from you, buddy. Got all my tricks from you, and I'm like, well, well yeah, you are a solid C minus in the bed, just like just like me. That's what you get We're when you have little you. brothers. They're they're little, you know. They're little shitheads yes. for sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> of course god your family has the th- had the three four boys four boys so yeah. i you know you've talked about your mom having to go away a couple of times yeah
2: she had to go to <laughs> the, the <laughs> funny and i court.
3: have a clear more clear picture of why that happened after what? visiting my sister
2: oh yeah i mean
3: this past week i mean it's whoa it's a lot and i can only imagine you and your brothers. I know your brothers and I know you. So you guys had to be a handful.
2: We were all <laughs> troublemakers to some degree. But then you add on top of that, just the kind of uh, the, the And listen, everyone has a strange way of growing up. Everyone's got family stuff, yes. right? And so, but oh, it, there, yeah, there were parts sure. where we were just kind of left alone for, mm-hmm. for certain periods of time. Yeah. So we were up. To trouble because there was no one, not Around. that there was no one there to guide us, but that we had the opportunity to get into trouble. And that's no fault of anybody's. it's You know, my parents did the best they could, but of it was course. just, there was ample space and time to figure out what we shouldn't yeah, okay. be doing and, yes. and do that, right? <laughs>
3: Well, there were there were two of them and four of you. That's
2: right. They were so it, it, yeah. And I was like the the wall breaker. I was like an icebreaker on a ship, right? I was just whatever kind of trouble whatever kind of trouble I could get into, I was going first, and I was getting yeah. into it. And then the boys were getting in my way and behind. Going
3: behind I did. I was the same way. Yeah. I was kind of like the the first to to try things. Then my sisters would say, "Oh, that yeah. didn't work out for." <laughs> She's grounded for three months now. That's right. Oh, okay.
2: Brian had sex. And she, Brian had sex for the first time. Woo! <laughs> yeah, we can do that now. Oh, the girl said she was pregnant. Oh, he's oh. grounded for four months. No, not gonna <laughs> <do that. laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that.
3: Right, they learn.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they learn. You know, it's trial and error, but I'm the one doing the trial and error. And I'm the one that bears the brunt. Oh, we smoked pot. What's going to happen?
1: Two weeks grounding? Uh, Not bad. Not bad. uh, I I think I I
2: can can do do that. that. I can do that. I got that. I'll just get some more pot so I can smoke it while I'm (laughs) grounded. Meanwhile, you know, I'm like, you know, handcuffed to the wall in my room (laughs) with nothing but a transistor radio, you know, do Morse code to my friends.
1: Beep, 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 beep. beep. (laughs)
2: Patrick's got a TV, a DVD player, <laughs> right. brand new soccer shoes, you know, and he's like, Hey, dude, what's up? You want some of this, you want some of this kush? And I'm like, Where did you get kush? Uh, you remember when dad took it from you? Right. I know, I, the, I know the combination to dad's safe. I got it. <laughs> oh, then that's mine. No, 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 no. Dad, dad told you, No, no, you're in trouble. <laughs> you can't smoke that stuff. But you can watch TV, yeah, but you room. can watch me smoke that stuff. Yeah, you can watch TV in my room. I'll turn it up real loud. You can listen to it. <laughs> You're handcuffed to the wall. I swear to God. I'm just like handcuffed to the bed. <laughs> oh, and Patrick God. is, you know, uh, yeah. but listen, that's Cruising the way it around. is, I think, in all, in all families. And, yeah. you know, my son's going to be the same way. He's going to go and he's going to test. He's going to yeah. test us. And we're going to be shocked by the stuff that he does. And then right. Mia's going to do it. And we're not going to be shocked at all. We're going to be exactly. like, oh, oh, that's what fucking yeah, kids Yeah, it's do. not that big yeah. of a deal. a deal. Not that big of a deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't worry about it. And Matthias is going to be like, what the fuck? I know. I I got in trouble for that. I got handcuffed to the bed for six weeks for that. Yeah, Yeah, but when you did it, it seemed like a big deal. (laughs) When she did it, it didn't seem like a big... Plus, you know, she's cute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. (laughs) That's the way it was. That's how it was when you were growing up in a family. Everyone was pushing the boundaries, but Mm -hmm. the oldest pushes the boundaries in a way that... Leads the way for everybody else. Absolutely. And so, and I certainly I certainly <laughs> took that charge. I was like, "Let's go, let's get them done." <laughs> my poor fucking father, honestly, yeah. and my mother, my poor mother and father. They really, they just tried.
3: Yeah, it's such a truth for them. You know, when you're young, for them to say, "You just wait till you have kids," and you're like, "Yeah, whatever. I'm never gonna be this mean to my kids.
2: I'm never gonna." Be and
3: then later on, you're older, and you're like, "Oh yeah."
2: I already what get they it. They had
3: to have yeah. go through
2: what did they have to go <laughs> what through? What they had to go through. Oh my God. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, I think everybody says this, like I'm not gonna be like my parents, right? Yeah. Because all we think about selfishly is the stuff that our parents did that we didn't like. But yeah. we never thought about how difficult it is being a parent. Right. And now that I'm a parent, I'm like, <laughs> oh, this shit is tough. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I was telling my dad yesterday. I'm like, I you know, I didn't expect you to have to take care of him in between the iPhone <laughs> selfies. <laughs> Yes. I thought everyone was posting about their kids. It looked cool. Now I got to take care of them. And, <laughs> right. You know, it was
3: the pumpkin patch. Teach them shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I the pumpkin patch. That's coming up. The yearly pumpkin patch photo. Oh,
3: I know. Matias I... will be
2: screaming and crying. And <laughs> exactly. Someone will be holding me upside down by her foot. Can you get her you're to hanging,
3: smile? You're hanging off the hayride. I know. The back of the
2: hayride. I know. It's like it's so Clark. as all this is. It never it, it all. It's you, a tradition You have this. You have this idea of what it's all going to be, and it's just completely oh, yeah. different, but precious in its own way. <laughs> it right? You just have a. You just have to know that. <laughs> yeah. You just have to know you that there's, have own, a sense of there's humor only
3: there's only and yeah. enough patience. To you just have to know through. that there's only thirty more years of this, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Or as my dad would say, fifteen more years. You're you're out. It took me to Wendy's yeah. one time, and said, you're out. Yeah. But if you need a ride somewhere, right. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette. <laughs> I'm gonna make it work. If right. I can make it here, I can make I'm it anywhere. I make it on my yeah. own. If I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. My dad's like, Where? <laughs> East Cobb? <Right. laughs> North Atlanta? <laughs> I'm gonna hit Ace the big streets. You run away,
3: <laughs> yeah. And my mom would go, Well, I'll help you pack your bags. Let's do it. <laughs>
2: She and called your like, well, shit. No. Well, I don't have fine. anywhere to stay tonight, but tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> I don't want to pack right now, but tomorrow. <laughs> I'd run away with all the intention of coming back home, but my dad would lock me out of the house. Right. <laughs> They'd be like, I'll show you. Or my twin brother would You're lock out me now. out of the house, which is even worse. But we Kevin, got one out. I know. Sweet. <laughs> Go to www.tcbpodcast.com. That's where you can find all the show notes, read more about Chrissy and I, and you can listen to all the episodes, watch them on YouTube, all that good stuff at the commercial break on Instagram and Facebook. And then we'll be giving away some swag. We'll go straight into the after show after this. You can do that by joining the uh, break room at www.tcbpodcast.com I know we got lots of new listeners because we can see it we got lots of new listeners this week Chrissy so thanks everyone Woo, for tuning back in hello, if that's what you everyone. choose to do either that or it was just a one <laughs> time shot and was. they were like fuck these guys
3: <laughs> welcome back
2: keep living, leaving the positive uh, reviews on yes. <laughs> on all your favorite podcast platforms we appreciate it <sighs> Ach-
3: when If you've got any show suggestions, too, let us know. Like, we're open for, you know, creating an open dialogue here. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, info at tcbpodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. We do get feedback from the fans. We'd love to hear more of it. Do you have any show ideas? You want us to talk about a subject? Do you want to come on? I'm thinking about taking phone calls. I like Uh, the phone call. I like the phone call idea, too. And technically, I think I figured out how we can do it without, you know, causing a lot of drama. So, uh, so if you're interested in being on the show, drop us a line info at tcbpodcast.com. And uh, someone will get back to you about being on the show if you're interested in talking about something, even if it's something that we don't agree about. So instead of leaving a nasty message on one of the podcast platforms, just drop us an email and we'll talk about it on air. How's that? We'll have a nice frank general discussion on air. You know who I'm talking to. We didn't hear at all from Hedry from Podcast Universe today.
3: Oh, he's on vacation.
2: He's, he's on vacation. He's looking for his wife.
3: <laughs> he's out voting.
2: <laughs> all right. So for Chrissy and I, it's Brian Green. This has been the commercial break, and we will talk to you next Wednesday.
3: Bye.
1: Bye. To get access to the commercial break after show, go to TCBpodcast.com and join the break room. You'll get access to The After Show, YouTube Extras, live shows, and much more. Follow at The Commercial Break on Instagram and Facebook. The Commercial Break is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley. The Commercial Break returns next Wednesday with an all-new episode. We are available on most podcast providers. Tune us in and ride it out.